is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. Roster moves, win totals, something called the preseasons, all of that, and maybe a little more. You are Locked on Grizzlies. Locked on Grizzlies, your daily podcast on the Memphis Grizzlies. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in Locked on Grizzlies. Hi, everybody. I am Peter Edmiston with you as we wrap up this week's worth of pods in style. We've got a lot of fun things for you today. We're going to hit the the news wire with some roster moves. Nothing earth shattering, unfortunately, for those of you that love some major breaking news. I don't have anything quite like that just yet. We'll also talk win totals because you guys helped me and I appreciate that. And I'll let you know what all of you had to say about what you think the Grizzlies are going to do this year. And we are going to have the award show you didn't know you needed, but now you do. The preseasons. We're going to tell you exactly what happened in this Memphis Grizzlies preseason. So all of that is coming up here momentarily. But first, let's get the news. This just into the Locked on Grizzlies breaking news desk. The Memphis Grizzlies have parted ways with Chris Crawford and Vince Hunter. Yes, they joined Tony Roten as victims of the Grizzlies waiver wire. Chris Crawford, former Memphis Tiger standout, was uh, merely, um, I would say, mostly a passenger on the SS Grizzlies preseason ship that was sailing along. Uh, Vince Hunter was uh, pretty good when he had to soak up minutes, but as the guy that was signed to replace Tony Roten and simply to fill a role of backup, backup, backup big with all the other bigs being hurt, no surprise either was cut. What may have been a little surprising is that two were signed on top of those two being cut, Matt Costello and Kellen Dunham. Costello actually played in FedEx for him earlier this preseason for the Atlanta Hawks. A former teammate of Deontay Davis at Michigan State. He is a big man that uh, some teams had some interest in, although he chose to end up signing a uh, only partially and very small partially guaranteed contract with the Atlanta Hawks. He'll get fifty grand for his time there. Kellen Dunham played for the Grizzlies in summer league, although not all that much. He's out of Butler, a sharpshooter, shot around 42% from three last year. And these two signings are made for a couple reasons, but primarily because of the rule that if you have a, a guy that's cut from your training camp roster, up to four of those players can be assigned by a team to their own affiliate in the D-League. They can be called designated players. So you could see the Grizzlies uh, assign up to four guys to their D-League team, uh, which means that they could all join the Iowa Energy in the way that you know, DJ Steffens was part of the Iowa Energy 
last year. Andrew Harrison was part of the energy, but it was different. He had signed the contract with the Iowa Energy. He was unable to be called back up to the Grizzlies. It gets a little obtuse at this point. But anyway, there are up to four guys you can sign to keep in your your group and keeping your team and under your control to some extent with your own affiliates. You have a little more management of their career. Now, it does not mean that another team couldn't go and sign them because even though they are your designated players, technically, they are still D-League free agents in the sense that their contract is with the league, not necessarily with the team. So someone else could go and still pick them up if, if you play if that player plays well in the in the D League, any other team could pick them up and sign them to their main NBA fifteen man roster and you would have no recourse as a team for that. So it's not like you're guaranteeing to keep these guys, but it does mean that you have some more interest. You want to see what they're up to, you want to have a little more control over their development with the thought that maybe down the line there might be something there. So could be possibility for Costello and uh, Dunham to be part of that mix. Very possibly we will see uh, where they're assigned and we will see if anyone else, I would assume DJ Steffens would still get cut, but assigned to the energy as a designated player. Um, maybe Wayne Selden does as well. Maybe these two guys too. I don't know. Uh, we, we will see, but that, that at least opens that door. If they're on your roster at the end of training camp, and they get cut, then you can you can do that uh, per the D-League rules. One other thing about the D-League, too, uh, this was a, a good bit of news, I thought, today, coming out from a, a few sources, Adrian Wojnarowski from, uh, well, you know, you know Woj, and uh, some guys from ESPN, including Brian Windhorst, all kind of reporting on the CBA negotiations between the owners and the Players Association, that it's really optimistic stuff. I mean, we're, it looks like we're going to avoid a lockout, which is awesome. It looks like we're going to avoid any kind of uh, labor problem, and uh, I think this thing, by all accounts, could get done as soon as later this month, believe it or not. One of the provisions that looks like it's going to be in the new collective bargaining agreement, and I am so excited about it, it's something that I have been a proponent of for a long time, and they are starting to institute it. Uh, it looks like it's going to be in the next in the next CBA. The idea of 16th and 17th roster spots that are two-way spots, meaning players can go down to the D-League and then come back up to the NBA, and you can actually have spots that are available for those guys to float between the D-League and uh, the NBA. But these are spots now, instead of having to pay guys either an NBA contract or a D-League contract, now you can pay one contract that the value changes based on where the player is actually playing. This is a great idea because it's going to keep more talent domestic. You know, the players that normally would get a very high uh, wage to go play in Europe or in China, somewhere else, uh, as opposed to the D-League, because it's just, you know, makes much more financial sense for them to do that, those players will stay here. At least some of them will. That will increase the value of the D-League. That will increase that product. It will make it much better for teams and give them an opportunity to develop some more talent, uh, keep it in-house. Uh, it really rewards those teams that have skill development and player development as one of their priorities. All in all, it's a, it's a big-time win. And it could be that the Grizzlies kind of have this sort of thing in mind 
with some of the moves that that they're making that you know I don't know exactly when this is going to kick in but that is uh that would certainly help and you want to have a stocked D league team as stocked as you can so when this comes into effect you're going to be able to actually make solid use of those spots uh so keep that in mind uh when you talk about long term planning I thank you because you guys helped make this next segment a possibility. I asked you earlier in the week, actually uh, just a few hours ago, Thursday afternoon, I put a poll out and said, give me the range. How many wins do you think the Grizzlies are going to have? Now, first of all, I will take full responsibility. I screwed up this poll and I left out one key demographic and I am really really sorry I set this poll up on Twitter with four options I said how many wins are the Grizzlies going to have this year will they have fewer than 40 will they have between 40 and 44 will they have between 45 and 49 and then I said will they have more than 50 now crucially those of you with excellent listening skills will immediately recognize that the people out there who wanted to select the Grizzlies winning 50 games exactly had no option. There was no option for them at all. And that is sad. Sad! Exclamation point. Sad. And I'm sorry, that's, you know, that's my inability to use proper grammar and syntax and put together uh, a logical group of things. I, I I just I couldn't I couldn't do it. I choked. What can I tell you? So I, I I hope you take that into account. I'm sorry, but though it was a flawed poll, it still I think is reflective of where the Grizzly fan base is at. Let me give you the results as I have them at this moment, and as I record this, there is still time to vote in the poll. So if you want to go to my Twitter feed, at Peter Edmiston, uh, you can vote in this poll. And we've got uh, quite a few of you that have voted, and I really appreciate it. So right now, 49% of respondents in my in no way scientific poll have said that they expect the Grizzlies to win between 45 and 49 games this year. 32% of you have said more than 50, and I'm assuming that the 50 people are in there as well. I'm assuming that 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 group is all, I'm going to fold in the 50 wins there and just say 50 or more, which is what I meant to say. 50 or more, 32%. So that means 81% of you, four in five Grizzly fans, expect that the Grizzlies will win 45 or more games. That is the cutoff. 45 or more, 80% of you, 81% to be exact, think that the Grizzlies are going to win that many games. That means you can do the math and figure out that 19% believe that that total will be under the 45 win mark. 16% of you said between 40 and 44 wins. And then only 3% of you were the pessimists, the real dark cloud out there, Debbie Downers, who said fewer than 40 
wins this year. Three percent of you. So forty nine percent say between forty five and forty nine. Thirty two percent say fifty or more. Sixteen percent forty to forty four, and three percent say fewer than forty wins. Now, if you want to know my thought on this, you will have to listen to next week's pods because that is when I'm going to give you those numbers. Because I honestly haven't quite buckled down and really done my projections the way I want to. So I'm getting close, but I'm not there yet. I want to be exact when I give it to you. I want to give you an exact number. I think the closer we get, the the better we'll be able to uh, to know that sort of thing. So thank you for your response. I, I'm a little surprised, I have to say, at the the optimism. But I think many of you who responded did also send me little messages and, and, not, and notifications. And uh, in, in doing so, you all made it very clear that this was all about injuries. And that's exactly right. It's all about injuries. It's all about how healthy... Are, are these guys going to be? As Allen said, at Allen underscore Hyatt, how many starters go on the injured list? Think that is the key to wins. I was going to do a separate poll for that, but these all kind of fold together. So if you think there's going to be uh, quite a few injuries, then you think the win total is going to go down. If you don't think there's going to be very many injuries, then you can feel pretty confident that this team's going to win a whole lot. Jeffrey uh, at Jeffrey Gberg says, assuming Mark and Chandler and Mike play 210 games between them, 53 wins. That's 70 games on average for each of those guys. Uh, I think that's probably a bit optimistic. Not as optimistic as our friend, the scout who did the Sports Illustrated thing yesterday who expected that Mark and Mike and Chandler Parsons would average 37 minutes per game. Huh? Do what now? You're not that optimistic. You're you're not that you're not that delusional. Maybe is the word I'm looking for. If they play, the Grizzlies no reason to to think they won't be a very good team. If they don't, there's no reason to think they'll be a good team. It's pretty simple. It's I think Zach Lowe of ESPN in, in the summer said it very well. It's a very well-built house of cards. And like any other house of cards, doesn't take much to send it tumbling. Thanks again for participating. If you want to jump in and uh, you've got a few more hours to do it, uh, depending on when you listen to this, go to my Twitter page, at Peter Edmiston, and you can vote. <laughs> Alrighty, it is time for America's most prestigious preseason basketball awards focusing on the Grizzlies, the preseasies. The preseasy, by the way, is a just a 8 by 10 signed photo of former Grizzly preseason legend Mike Batiste. He had the pulled up socks, really carved out a niche. Much like the time that Torrance Kinsey won uh, NBA Rookie of the Month in April under the tutelage of Tony Baroni Sr. 
it, it, these are special times. These are special people that have special places in the hearts of Grizzly fans. Let's never forget that. So a real honor to take home a preseason. Let's start with the most obvious preseason of them all, the MVP. And it goes to Mike Conley. Who else? Come on. You knew that. You knew Mike Conley was going to take home the MVP. I wrote about it. You've watched it. Scoring way up, averaging almost 15 points a game in around 21 minutes of action. Well above his norms. He's In the last two regular seasons, he's been around 15 points a game in 31 and a half minutes. So way ahead of that. His PER was at the top of the league. It's dropped a little bit after Wednesday night because it wasn't a very good night for anybody associated with the Grizzlies starting group. No one played particularly well, including Mike Conley. They didn't really seem to want to be there. Can't blame him. Final preseason game. You're ready to go. Plus, it's the team you're playing to open the regular season, so you don't exactly want to show them all your cards. Nonetheless, that knocked him down the list a little bit. Still, Mike's stats throughout preseason were absolutely fantastic. He's done just about everything you could possibly hope for. Seeing him back on the court has been tremendous, and he looks like he's physically in the best shape of his life. He is so much more comfortable going to the basket now that there's a little extra space. He's finding open guys. He's freelancing. All these things lead him to be the winner of the preseason MVP. Next preseason, best newcomer. A lot of interesting nominees here. But the preseason goes to Troy Williams, the rookie out of Indiana. A kid who was absolutely cannon fodder when he came in. And he ended up playing more minutes in preseason than anybody else on this Grizzlies team. That alone should get you a preseason. But he played well. He didn't just play a lot. He played well. Real well. So well that he now is forcing the decision makers down at FedEx Forum in the Dunkeyland suite to really focus in on what, what exactly would they be cutting if they if they waive Troy Williams. Would he would he go somewhere else right away? How long could they hang on to him in the D League? Is keeping him more valuable than keeping Jordan Adams around? Ooh, interesting. And all of this comes because he is the preseason award winner as best newcomer. You don't win that award unless you really make the decision makers have to think hard before they cut you. Maybe they won't in the case of Troy Williams. Next preseason, best moment, other than when the preseason was over. Best moment and the preseason goes to Mark Gasol returning to the court. Game one of preseason action. Mark Gasol already back and playing. That is extraordinary news. It is so reassuring for Grizzly fans and just seeing the guy out there, even if it was an interest it was an interesting preseason for Mark. We'll talk more about that next week. It was interesting in a lot of different ways, but the fact that he's out there and he's playing and he played in every single preseason game, um, you know, you, you can't help but be impressed with the guy's resilience. And the fact that he's back is a, a huge difference maker for the Grizzlies. Next up in the preseasons, 
reddest flag. This is a preseason that goes to the thing that is most alarming. Reddest flag goes to Troy Daniels. Holy smokes. Troy Daniels. I mean, can we talk about Troy Daniels for a second? Troy Daniels shoots 15% in preseason. Saw limited action in preseason. So limited that I had to ask David Fizdale about it, and he said, well, when he plays a little more, he'll be better. When he plays the starters, he'll be better. I know what I've got with Troy Daniels. Well, what you've got in preseason is a guy that shot 15%. What you've got is a guy that doesn't look like he's worth his contract, and his contract is not that big. But I don't know what he does right now. If he can't make shots, I don't know what else he can do. He didn't play all that much for his previous teams, and he was making shots at a high level. Well, he's not doing that now, and he's not really going to give you much defense. He doesn't do much in terms of ball handling. He's not the biggest guy out there. He's not the most versatile guy out there. His role is simply to make shots. He's got to be a shot maker at the two. He has done nothing of the sort. And it was and continues to be a problem for the Grizzlies. It's very much a red flag. The reddest flag, in fact. One last preseason best supporting actor. Slash best supporting player. And the preseason goes to James Ennis, the third. Congratulations to James Ennis. He was there in support throughout. Just little things, played with uh, all different units throughout uh, the preseason. Really impressed David Fisdale. Fisdale said right out of the gate, if Chandler Parsons can't go, Ennis is in line for that starting spot. He played like that. Nothing statistically overwhelming, but very good at multiple positions. And uh, I think going to be a real asset this year for the Grizzlies. Our last uh, preseason is the in-memoriam section of the show the part where they show everyone who died over the last year. This is not quite life and death, but I will put the in-memoriam out for Tony Allen and Chandler Parsons because they couldn't play. They weren't there. They weren't part of the action. And who really knows when they'll be back? Tony Allen, you'd like to think, would be closer, but I don't know. Chandler Parsons, you would hope, would be ready to go relatively shortly but I don't know not sure congratulations to everyone who took home those prestigious preseasons it is one of those things you really hope for as a a kid you hope you can get someday many of you do now have one it really is that'll do it for this final edition of the week here on Locked On Grizzlies, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate you downloading it and making it a part of your day. If you want to subscribe, just click, 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 click. I love it. It would be great. If you want to review it, that would be even better. Five-star reviews. Four-star? Five-star. Go all the way. Those are awesome and really, really help us as we continue to grow this podcast We want to make it the very, very best we can. And uh, I want you to uh, make it a part of your season. 
We have the regular season starting next week. I'll have my prediction for a win total. We're going to have a lot more sound, a lot more fun, hopefully a few fun interviews too. All of that should be on the way as we begin uh, the regular season Wednesday against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Should be fun. Have a great weekend, everybody. And until next time, you have been Locked on Grizzlies. Locked on Grizzlies, your daily podcast on the Memphis Grizzlies. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99. And our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.